Good morning. Are we recording now? We are. I'm not. recording. Well, yeah, but I mean the backup. Good, Good morning. morning. <laughs> they don't know what time it is. It's, that, that, that's true. Very true. Okay. Yes. Welcome to the pre-show, Jeff. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Bang. Kaboom. Yes, uh, it's been a busy couple days. It's been a busy couple mm. days in the neighborhood. Yes. Um, kids. They, uh, actually, yeah, we had to actually, they slept till about 7.30. We were up late on Christmas Eve over my mom's house, right? So, but they actually slept till about 7.30 and now they had to wake Max up. So it wasn't like this, like 5 a.m. Yeah. nonsense where the kids are like, I want to get up. So that was good. Um, tore through the presents as fast as you'd expect a six-year-old and a four-year-old to tear through presents. Right. Pretty freaking fast. Um, and we didn't have to go anywhere on Christmas Day, which was real nice. Because, I mean, it was like 1 o'clock when we thought it was like 10.30. And it was like 4 o'clock when we thought it was lunchtime. So, sure. So it was pretty nice to um, not have anywhere to go with the day going by so quickly. And, uh, I mean, I can talk about all kinds of little details about the kids' gifts or whatnot. I, I'm trying to think of a couple, you know, highlights, right? Um Max's favorite gift was some of the Star Wars. He got these about 12-inch tall Star Wars characters. He also has that huge one that you yeah, saw, right? Yeah, I saw um, those. T- I, I took a look at the, the okay. room, so I saw... 12-inch tall ones he liked a the lot. The old G.I. Joe style. Yeah. yeah. And uh, for Allison, she'll tell you that the DS is her favorite. The yeah, three DS. DSs now? Heather got... She was looking... She got them all used. Right, because... They now have 3DSs. Well, yeah, but you got them all used at a pretty good price, right? Yeah. They came with a ton of games. And uh, she got two, but she had lined up three, so we just got the third one. It's a good thing because the touchscreen on the one's busted. Um, it's only like a $6 part to order the replacement touchscreen. And I looked on iFixit, and it doesn't seem like it's that hard. It's easier to replace than the iPhone 4 screen that I've already replaced. So I'm feeling pretty confident that I'll get that one repaired up. But so... But the whole the whole networking thing doesn't work anymore, right? They shut that Nintendo shut down the network, so you can't. They you can do. I guess you could probably do local, but you well, can't the do it. this is the DS Lite, and as far as I know, it only ever did like peer to peer linking. It okay. never did Wi Fi or anything like that, okay. or it's already been disabled in the software. I looked and couldn't find anything about Wi Fi because yeah. I have a DS Lite, I think, and yeah, it had a Wi Fi thing where you could connect. Oh. Hmm. So it's uh, it's already turned off then i guess it I, I looked through the software i did a factory reset and then looked through all the software and there's no network option other than you know like peering when you're playing head-to-head like we were playing that mario yeah, head-to-head yeah. you know and it does a link type thing so yeah, who needs it right yeah 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 so she likes that what else does she like um she loves battleship you yeah. played a couple games of battleship with her um I think she was getting tired because she, she won the one game because you guys were on a search for the, the small boat. Right, yeah. Which in my day was the destroyer, but now it's the PT boat. Um, the, the two uh, the, the two hit boat. Um, when I was playing her earlier today, she was a lot more stout competition. Um, she didn't do dumb things like <laughs> she did in that one game where she set them all up in a, a corner all by themselves. Well, I mean, if I wouldn't have guessed that corner... I wouldn't have figured out that, you know, right away what she was doing, but... Yeah, but once you... I mean, they were... So she had her ships lined up in 
Well, she's not a, a good poker player too. So she, she, you know, what she, she said that she was doing something, you know, uh-huh. tricky, and you know, I pretty much guessed. All right, they're they're either in some uh-huh. you know very simple pattern, right. or they're they're somewhere compressed. So it was just fine. Yeah, she had them lined up A one through J one, and then like yeah, not all of B, but it was like really compressed. So as soon as you hit that, you start searching out from there. You're going to hit like all the ships, you know, because you're not going to get a single miss. So the game would be over right quick. Uh, she was getting embarrassed, right? Because you started picking her apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all started laughing and, and yeah, kids don't understand that we're not laughing at them. We're laughing at the situation. Mm-hmm. So we said, all right, let's, let's start over again. And then she won. Yeah. Yeah, so she was asking me about my uh, strategy because I was telling her I have a strategy, you know, to search through. And it's basically, it's probably not much master game theory or anything like that. But as far as Battleship goes, I think it's a pretty good strategy. Basically, I call like every three holes. But I try to, instead of working from the top and doing a lawnmower down, you know, because what if they're all stacked at the bottom, right? So kind of I draw that search pattern in my mind and randomly, pseudo-randomly pick up the pattern you know and then based on hits i'll kind of adjust the where i want to call next because generally a player is going to space them out so i'm not going to call the adjacent one generally right um it seems to work out pretty well but in in my algorithm i'm leaving the chance that the pt boat could get lost in the search right but you know i i haven't worked out what the odds are but I'd say there's probably a better than 50% chance that you'll snag the PT boat. Then it'll get missed. I don't know. I mean, it, it's small enough that... I'd have to do the yeah. kind of um, odds on that one. But So maybe maybe it's not 50%. But, you know, of the times we've played, more often than not, I've snagged the PT boat. You know, and... Uh, but the game you played, you and Allie's PT boats both slipped through because you were doing the same kind of pattern. Right. And then, you, yeah, once you once you complete the search pattern, you don't find that boat. You're like, shit, <laughs> there's a lot of holes to call. Yeah, so you got to go all the way around where there is a possibility of a two and just sort of figure out, all right, I'm going to concentrate on this area or this area. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she found mine before I found hers. Right. We both were, were out of ones. We both had <laughs> or, or, or whites. We had to stop tracking the other person's, the other calls. person's calls. You're not really supposed to track the other person's calls. What do you mean you're not really supposed to? give you enough pins to cover your calls you don't really need to track the other person's misses no but i mean you can it, it's probably good for an adult to track a kid's misses to help them out but yeah well there's that there's also just getting an idea of how the other person plays if you're going to play them again yeah, yeah. you want to know what their strategy is and mm-hmm. to see if you can find a way to game it yeah try to game a six-year-old <laughs> Well, no, I'm actually gaming you because (laughs) she's just using your strategy. (laughs) Right. Um, I got a drill for Christmas, a new drill, because my old drill is kind of on its way out. And uh, nothing too exciting to really report there. There is something exciting to report that you're not reporting. Oh. Well... Okay, I have other things, but it wasn't specifically Christmas, but are you talking about my phone? Or? Yes, I'm talking about yes. your phone. That's birthday. That's not Christmas. I was going to get to it. <laughs> Same thing. I love this thing. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I got an iPhone 6, um, not the Plus, 64 gig. Uh, I love Touch ID. Mm-hmm. I just did it wrong. 
But, uh, oh, it's so nice. You, you mentioned in something in your tweet that uh, the way LastPass works is that it's really nice, too. Yeah, I think it's one of the best features, right? Because LastPass on a, an iPhone that doesn't have Touch ID, you enter your password, and it caches it for as long as the app is open. Or you can re- have it save the password, which is generally a bad idea. Um, but LastPass... With Touch ID enabled phone, every time you go into the app, it needs to be unlocked with Touch ID. And yeah, my Touch ID has been super accurate. I mean, I know there were some rocky roads for some people when they first rolled it out with the 5S. 5S? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've only had like one miss, and it was when I was doing, it was early on, it was when I was doing like the very, very edge of my thumb. You yeah. Know? And that's the only time I've had a miss. And I like how the uh, Amazon app uses Touch ID to unlock that. Um, you know, when you go to, to buy. Right there, right there, buddy. <laughs> you're pointing, you know, you're kind of indicating it was this way with your gestures. I'm sorry. No, I'm just running, moving around. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> all this visual stuff yes. is great for. <laughs> he was holding the bottle to, for me to open it, and just the general gesture of the bottle indicated that you sh- I should find the bottle opener this way. But I read too much into his gesture. Uh, yeah, I really like the phone. Um, it's a beautiful screen, right? I mean, you know, both yeah. of them have beautiful screens. Yeah, beautiful screen, beautiful form factor. Yeah, battery has a it lasts pretty long. I'm really impressed with the battery life. Um, I was playing a couple games, you know, not not hardcore. I was checking out some of these more advanced graphical games, like you know, there's a couple I got when they were apps of the week, like Infinity Blade Two, uh-huh. um, and that one gets a lot going on in the in the graphics and whatnot. It's a kind of a tedious, boring game. You're blocking and slashing and blocking and slashing. Yeah. That's all you do, but uh, yeah, it, that was. What else do I really like about this? Camera's great. Yeah, the camera's good. Um, camera Plus on this, and it's because they've opened up some of the more camera controls than they have on iOS seven. But you can go and put this thing basically in the full menu. You can control shutter speed. You can control exposure. You can control focal distance. Um, that's really freaking awesome too. Uh, what else have I discovered? Oh, and uh, now I have an emoji keyboard in front and center. <laughs> so now I can send emojis. Um, Which apparently I just learned today because I was trying to see, you know, Allie, is tech, her cousin got an iPod for Christmas. So they've been iMessaging each other. And I sent her a couple of emojis and she wanted to know how to do that, right? So I thought I'd have to get her like a third party emoji keyboard. But apparently it was... No, it's now built in, yeah. Well... Even in iOS 6, which is what mm-hmm. she has to run, it's still under the additional keyboards. I never knew that was there. Yeah. Ever. Uh-huh. No one ever... I never came across my radar that I could have turned on emojis yeah. on my old phone. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was always there from the beginning, but for a while, they kept it hidden from US. So you had to actually have a have an app that just... All the app had to do was access the keyboard, then it was available to you. Okay. But... Now they just made it so people started to use it all the time, so they've just opened it up. Yeah, I never knew that that was available. I, you know, because when I got this new phone in iOS 8, it was there, you know, right on the main keyboard. Like, oh, that's nice. Uh, but yeah, I never knew I could have turned it on previously without needing some third-party app that had a bunch of nagware or ads or something like that. So I never really looked into it. I wasn't going to pay for emojis, you know, and I, you know, I'm very skeptical with a lot of free software. Especially ones that give you things like emojis. Do you have to go to work these last two days? No. I'm on vacation to, through New Year's. Uh, I didn't even have to go on vacation. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. 
We had New Year's Christmas. And I get the next two days off, too, so I'm just... Nice. Good for you. I know. Yeah, we have... I'm going to keep growing about how awesome that is for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> and another day I get off, so I get, you know, these two days uh, we're off, uh, Thursday and Friday. Monday and Tuesday are also all days off that don't count against PTO. Mm-hmm. They're just days. Um, obviously, New Year's Day is a day off. The other, day, the next day that we get off is the day after the Super Bowl. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's interesting. I wonder how much, how many call offs they've had those days. You know, the day after the Super Bowl for your company, and oh, they decided it's made it more cost effective to not be open that day. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what what the reasoning behind it, or, or whether it started out that way. I mean, uh-huh. the company's not that totally like. Uh, what, 13 years old, I think? Mm-hmm. So, Right. That's interesting. You know, we had uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's Eve, New Year's. So I need to just take a few days here and there to fill that out. I'll be back on the second. <sighs> yeah, I could have taken, like, I could take Wednesday off, but I wanted to get, a, wanted to save, you can save it to five days and push it forward for mm-hmm. the next year. So okay. I had about three left, so. Gotcha. Yeah, I started early. I, I started later in the year, so I didn't get as many. I didn't get the 15 that everybody gets. So I can carry over all of it. I can accrue 18 days. And I think I can carry over all of it. Really? I think so. Wow, that's nice. I need to double check that. I'm going to make sure I'm taking enough vacation days. Uh, you know, it is the end of the year. I hadn't even considered that. I think I'm good. Yeah, you take you, you go you take off a lot. You're off on Fridays a lot. There's, there's been, yeah, but there's also been times where I've had to, like, fake take off days in the accounting system so that I didn't lose them. So I would mark myself as fake sick and then, you know, take a... And push that day, you know, time shift that day to a different day when it was more, uh, more appropriate for, or what's the word, right word, better for everybody for me not to be in the office that day, right? Because if I had to take off like two days at the end of the month, you know, just because, you know, it's not great for me or the family, it might be kids are in school, it's writing or whatnot. So it's nice to be able to move those around. Especially when I was like the only guy that happened almost ever. There was like a period where like from December through July when I was scheduled for vacation, every month I was accruing a day and a half and I had like take a fake day and a half or two days every month. Um, these these commercials have apparently become more and more common, not just here, but apparently all across the country. Farmersonly.com commercial. I haven't seen it. Um, oh, is that a dating thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean I when I it, it's such a low rent commercial you think oh it's it's just a local mm-hmm. thing so the plan was to to find some like really hot blonde girl and and make a profile out of her and, and okay. just see you know use as a honey budget just for fun but then looked around apparently it's all over the country it's not just here okay. it's just a low rent commercial and so that's what farmers want to yeah they won't go for something that's too glitzy and shiny right oh no no the the, the point is to make it you know get a hot blonde girl because it's also it's very very white Aryan type site 
<laughs> but anyway, to to take that and um, and then you know just have all the stuff about it, you know, not have her dressed up in anything mm-hmm. special, but and and just have all the stuff about how I just I I would I love old man I, I love the smell of old men I like older men I I want to work at a farm all this kind of stuff so it would, it would just <laughs> right. be like I did I think I did see the line like I like the smell of a hardworking man or something yeah. like that so it's it, it's like having that perfect like this is the perfect woman she's she's um, she's amazingly be- model beautiful and she just wants to you know be with a 50 year old dad type <laughs> but so when i didn't when i saw i didn't really see the uh the you sugar saw daddy. the only one okay well what i thought i saw i didn't see it targeted towards sugar daddies but you know no but, younger, but that's the whole guys i mean it didn't look like it was targeted it was targeted towards yeah. older people okay I didn't like I said. I vaguely no, recall yeah, it. Yeah. Didn't watch it super close. Um. Anyway, so that uh, that's just one of the possible things that that uh, did may you do with some friends of mine. See that the Firefly is actors are reuniting for an online role playing game. I thought that's that's been out for a while. Yeah, has it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just saw that. Soccer. So I don't see commercials very often. A. I don't have TV anyway. Mm-hmm. But I was at um. Yeah, I was watching the uh, the old TV at the various Christmas parties I went to, and there was an Intel commercial because Jim Parsons is doing Intel shit now. Okay, uh, and it was for a, a picture. I guess it, it, the whole thing is now you can take a picture and you can change the focus after the picture is taken. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, okay, actually that sounds relatively easy to do. It's just you taking a lot more information in the picture. Yeah, this I, I've heard the story about this technology a couple years ago. I don't remember exactly how it works. I did look into it at the time. Um, it doesn't have yeah, it doesn't like capture a focal point. I, I think what you're saying is right. It is more information, right? It's not like it's taking twenty different focal point shots and right. putting them all into a photo. It's doing something cooler than that. It's taking an but, infinite focus picture and then da- and then applying focal uh basically focal filters onto it. Okay. And um and you can do interesting things. Like you can you can simulate depth of field and do, you know, all these very interesting mm-hmm. stuff with that. But essentially what you're doing is you have to then capture a lot more information. You get like a, a forty gig <laughs> picture or whatever. I don't know. It's obviously not that big, mm-hmm. but it's it's a large picture and then you can turn it down to what you need. It's yeah. not that, I mean the it doesn't well, sound all that amazing. Well, I mean for a lot of consumers being able to never take an out of focus photo again right. would be a big deal, but probably equally as big is motion blur, right? Um, so I don't know if this has anything specifically to help with motion blur, right? But you you almost need to crack both of them simultaneously. Well, I mean, I, I think you can, but what you do is is you actually capture more than just a shutter. You capture fifty shutters worth of the information and then you know the same the same way that you know these have the feature now where you can hold it down take like 50 pictures and then it will choose what's the best which is the best one it's doing the same thing essentially it, it's it's holding it for longer mm-hmm. and then it's stabilizing which feature is that i haven't seen that one so if i were to go and just take a picture let's say i, 
I want to take a picture of these, right? I just hold it down. I'll turn on the, the sound so you can hear it. Uh, just normal photo? Yeah, just hold, but hold down the picture. Oh, shit. Right? So it takes a whole bunch, and then if you go to look at it, it does a burst, and it chooses, it says how many photos were in your burst, and it chooses the best picture from your burst. Shit. That's a great way to, um, you, you can then go into the burst and, and choose which one you like better, or you can use what it decided. Despite, there's a select thing at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so you can see which one it decided was the best or not. Well, shit. I didn't know it did yeah. that. I wonder, does Heather's phone do that? Bypass? I'm not sure. I, I, that may be an iOS 8 thing. It may be a... All right, I'll have to check it uh, out because... Um, it, it, yes. It'll definitely do the... Bur- it'll definitely take all those pictures, but will it... Right. Will it collapse them and find the best one? I don't know. Because she needs that. Uh, I, you know, because it's Christmas, I took all the photos off her phone and, you know, she, I am the one who has to go through all the crap, all the crap. I pulled over 7,000 photos off her phone. The folder's down to now 2,400 and I'm not even done going through it. Uh-huh. So I don't even know how many I've kept and how many are to go, but it might be like I kept like 400 and threw out. 4,000, you know, sure. and it's so tedious deleting photos. I, what I actually, I looked for an app on iOS or on my computer that does that, what, what the burst thing just does, but afterwards, like go through link, similar photos together and recommend the best, right? I'm looking for an afterwards one to do something like that. Right. Now um, it already does it for you. If you use this method to take the photo, right? Right. But also, it'd be nice to have a little more gap, right? Like, if there's... There might not be photos that were shot within a second of each other, but are almost the same composition, right? You know? that That's tougher for, a, for an algorithm to figure out. Yeah, but I think it could be done, right? Because you just take a histogram, and if there's histograms so much matching, you group them together. Then you check for sharpness, you know, for focal... You know, folks... Cl- good focus or motion blur, you know, check the sharpness of the of the picture and then, you know, make it, make it, come up with a UI that lets you correct guessing errors, right? That lets you clearly see the clarity of the picture, even on a small screen, right? And then, you know, pick the good one and throw them out. You know, that's, that's kind of the perfect. But I mean, like one may on. be, you know, one may have an element in it that the other doesn't have. And all of a sudden the algorithm goes to shit. Well, you still want, but that's why you need, also need a good UI that lets you review those and pick the one you want. Okay. I think it's uh, it's the app I need because <laughs> I just deleted 4,000 well, Why don't photos. you marry it? I would make it if I knew how. <laughs> um, so I, I went to, uh, yeah, on Thursday I went up to Ohio just to see if I could get the real deal Weller. I would have felt <laughs> if you found it and bought it, I would have felt so bad. That, I would have bought it if I found it, uh, just, unless it would have. You uh, don't even like weed with bourbon. No, right? but it, it was it was a gift. Um, I'm happy you didn't find it. I would have felt so bad. No, it, well, I, I probably would have stopped at like two hundred or so. I think, yeah, I think it's probably. It, I don't think it would have been over two hundred. Yeah, but. Um, 
you know, most of the stuff I saw was, you know, about a hundred, you know, there, there was like really good, like, uh, Glenn Livett and Glenn Vittich and what all, all the other ones. Right, and right. I was like, oh, I could get one of these for him, but I'm not sure which one it is. He, he yeah, likes. you probably, I, I would have like the Glenn Livets I've had, and I've not had Glenn Fittich, but I'm not a big fan. I, like I said, I like that really smoky, you know, right. Highland scotches and, um, of the ones I've had, and I'm not saying it's the end all be all. There's I haven't had enough, but you know, like for example, if you taste the Lagavulin and the Lafroig that I have, mm-hmm. you know, the Lafroig is really second rate compared to the Lagavulin. Um, yeah, see, I think there was a Lagavulin 18, and that was probably 130 okay. at least. Yeah, I think mine might be a 10 year, and it was like 75 when I got it. Yeah, so I mean, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so. I'm not sure how Ohio's rates. Did you did you kind of like see what the Ohio, like? Did you look at something like Buffalo Trace? Does like they didn't have any? I mean, I no, looked okay. all over Buffalo I, Trace. I, I was I was just yeah. curious, like how the prices compare. Yeah, like where did you go in Ohio? Chalet Premier. Okay, so they have liquor there too. Yeah, okay. because because yeah, at, at VE they don't have liquor. Okay. Um, although I, I did go to VE just you know, to see, and they had interesting meads, and I was like, oh, maybe you like a mead. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, and some good sake too. But I just bought those McKellars, and I said, "Hey, you right. know, why, yeah. why spend a huge amount of money?" Yeah, uh, I, 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 I bought a Calvados for us because neither of us ever had Calvados, mm-hmm. but uh, eh, it's, it's too much for me. I'm just not a spirit guy in the first place, right? Yeah, so uh, I was curious if you did any kind of price comparison in Pennsylvania because I have no idea how the prices for the similar product at Chelly Premier versus uh, State Store. You I mean, would, it's cheap. You would think it would be a lot better. Yeah, at least eighteen percent cheaper. You would think. It was definitely cheaper than than what I would have expected to get at a uh, at, at a PA state store, but I didn't do you know much direct comparisons. So what are you gonna do? Uh, but yeah, actually, then I asked about it and they said no, we don't have the Wellers; they're hard to get. Yeah. So. So at least at least I got you that one. If I if so, you know, like I said, I wanted that on my oh, it's on my bucket list. If I was serious about it, I could probably get on a list. So this Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board does it a couple different ways. I, I, and I, I, would, I haven't even researched this. I don't even know how to get the Weller. But for example, for like Pappy Van Winkle, which is another, I think it's a 30-year bourbon that Buffalo Trace, I think Buffalo Trace makes it. I'm pretty sure they do. Um, you have to buy it online. And it's the kind of thing, it's like so much demand that it crashes the website type thing. Like so, a Dark Lord type situation? Kind of, yeah. yeah. So... Um, I don't know if William LaRue Weller would be the same way or not, but if I was ever, you know, determined to get it, I would look into it and either get on the wait list or, you know, try to get the state store to order me one in or something like that, right? I What was really interesting to me was at the state store, that was, it was not... It was not cheap. It was not super expensive either. Mm-hmm. But more expensive was a, a bottle of Wiggle whiskey that was... You know, brand new. Mm-hmm. So it, it struck me as odd. Yeah, Wiggle has a higher price point in there. They have, and not nearly, and not as much either. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. Some, I mean, I mean, I like Wiggle. I like what they're doing. Um, not the cheap, like their beer garden or their whiskey garden is not the cheapest place to drink. Drinking their whiskey is not the most economical whiskey. So you're gonna have to pick and choose, you know, and find the way. Like in my opinion. To go taste some of the wiggles and sure get one but you know make sure you know what you're getting and, and get the one that really suits yeah. you they have a lot of uh, white spirits you know because they're 
a new distillery can't afford to put everything in barrels for a year or two years, right? So um, a lot of white spirits. They are pretty well known for their gin, I believe. They did a fermented um, honey. So they basically made a mead and distilled that. And uh, it's called Landlocked. I like that. That was kind of neat. There was one other one that I was considering getting as a possibility because it was it was some brewing company that wasn't Rogue. It was some... Yeah. So I'd like to get some of those, right? I mean, Anchor, Rogue, New Holland. I um, think it was New Holland. Was it New Holland? Okay. It's good to know they're available out there. Because yeah. I'll probably... I haven't got around to asking any of the brewers to send us spirits <laughs> yet, but it would be really cool to try some of these micro distillery uh, spirits yeah. on the show. Maybe to get somebody else in here, because <laughs> yeah, I would not yeah. be a very good uh, yeah. person to, to ask it to, to answer those. If we can get Lou again. Yeah, yeah, we could definitely uh, do a... A, a more uh, formal show <laughs> than last time, a less drunk show at the beginning. Uh, did you see this story about, um, let me pull it up here. Uh, Jeremy England, he's a MIC phys- physicist um, with hypotheses on uh, why life exists. It's basically that. Oh, the entropy. Ener- yeah. yeah, I explained that before. Yeah, okay. It sounded familiar when I was reading it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, this is um, article. I mean, the, the nice thing about it is it's got mathematical rigor behind it. But mm-hmm. the basic idea is, that, yeah, you you shine a light on dirt, eventually you're going to get a plant. Is is roughly the idea, which is, which is, you know, I was, I was trying to explain the tornado analogy mm-hmm. to you before, but it, it's that you put enough energy into a system, it's going to self organize in a way to uh, to find the most efficient way to mm-hmm. get that energy right. Um, removed but that is going to cause self-structuring and I, I really like how they described how you know it doesn't doesn't go against like the the was the second law of thermodynamics right. right because while the life form is organizing and you know the organism itself is less um entropy right it's creating much more entropy around it well and it's the way they described it more succinctly i think i mean at least this one way they described it, it was very succinct, where the entropy in the universe as a whole is... Because it's not efficient to convert yeah. that energy into order, right? So the universe as a whole has lost order, has increased in entropy, right. even though a small little part of it is more ordered. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I like the tornado example because it, it's easier to, I think, to follow. Mm-hmm. I, you're absolutely right. But the tornado example is that a storm is a very dynamic... Uh, and, and chaotic thing, but mm-hmm. uh, a tornado itself is a very ordered structure inside a storm. But what do you have when you create a tornado? You create a tremendous amount of disorder around that tornado. Right. And you see all that destruction in the wake of a tornado. Uh, so it's, it's an example of why when you have that kind of structure, uh, it's not why, but it's, it's mm-hmm. an example of the process that creates that kind of structure makes it so that more disorder is created than would normally have been created before. So yeah, you are decreasing mm-hmm. the overall entropy of this the universe by locally increase by locally you're increasing yeah, yeah you're, sorry, you're increasing the the overall entropy of the universe by locally decreasing the entropy. They described uh, it more of because of the you know it takes you know I mean if you you know if you take well like uh, I want to describe this. 
think of the flower pot with the dirt, right? Yeah. You know, there's a level of entropy and energy's going into it and the plant starts organizing, right? Coming out of the pot. The pot as a whole still has more entropy in it than it started even though the plant itself is more yeah. organized than the rest of the pot, right? It's kind it's of a hot spot. It's a hot spot. Organization is, is local is localized in the plant right. and everything else around it has much more disorder than it would have had the plant not grown. Right, right. That reminds me of, you know, of, of a question. One of those one of those ones that uh, that gets people. You'll probably get it. The earth has a moon around it. This you know, I'm sure. The Earth exerts a gravitational force of the moon. Mm-hmm. And the moon exerts a gravitational force on the Earth. Which one is larger? Which gravitational force is larger? I would say the Earth's pull on the moon. That's the... Most obvious answer. Right. It's wrong. Well, I, I figured it was wrong, right. or you wouldn't have asked the question. Yeah. But let's see if we can figure out why it's wrong. This goes back to Newton. Newton's first law is... First one is every reaction has an equal and opposite reaction? That's the third one. Third law. First, first one law. is F equals MA. Okay. Right. Force equals mm-hmm. mass and acceleration. Second law. I don't know. Tell me. I forget. The second law is the law of inertia. Okay. An object it stays at rest unless acted upon by an outside force. The third law is equal and opposite. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, is that there's a force at the earth the gravitational force on the earth. The earth is pulling the moon, the moon is pulling the earth with the same equal and opposite force. Okay. Now it sounds that that it sounds sketchy. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, you, you talked me like that may have been my I mean, I, that passed my head, but you know because you had asked the question, which is greater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I've you you talked me out of it. But if you had phrased it without a which is greater, I probably would have said equal. I don't know for mm-hmm. sure, but I probably would have said equal because it did cross my mind. Right. So I I always thought that the third I, I was I was trying to. That's part of when I was when I was cranking. I'm like. I was more so parsing the language to figure out if there is something other than my initial thought, right? right? You know, I, I I think presenting it the way I did, I presented it in a way to 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 somewhat trick you. So you're you're right. But I think the third law is is the one that is one of them. It's, I mean, they're all important, but it, it's such an important thing to understand. But it's hard to. Sometimes hard to grasp. Like when you say, I punch the wall at, you know, whatever, and have need 15 Newtons, and the, Newton, the wall punches back at 15 Newtons. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, come together in your mind so easy. So I tried to think of a way to, to describe it, at least that you and I would get in, in a better way. And so what I thought of is okay, let's say you're out in space, there's no, nothing else around you, and you have a rock. Mm-hmm. And you throw that rock with, say, 10 newtons of force. So that rock, from your perspective, is being, you're staying still, and that rock goes 10 mm-hmm. newton. you know, it goes, it, it accelerates away from you. Uh, the force is 10 newtons. 
So mm-hmm. it accelerates away from you. It's mass divided by uh, however, whatever. But so it, so the rock says, all right, I've been pushed at 10 newtons. But let's look at it from the perspective of the rock. The rock doesn't move. And the rock sees that you're pushed away from it at 10 newtons. The rock sees you pushed yourself away from the rock. Yeah, but I mean. But I the, mean, if you that, just, helps, that helps picture yeah. it better, right? So the idea is that. You know, it, it's it's again shifting perspectives. Which perspective is right? Well, they're both right. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it from that, and there's way, a third perspective too, right? Where there's a third perspective where if you're watching this, you're going to see the rock move fast and the person move slow because right. there's the mass differences because of the inertial difference. The yeah. 15 newtons is going to affect the different mass items differently. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's probably the easiest way to think of it is mm-hmm. is think of it from the different perspectives, and then you can see, oh yeah. From the rock's perspective, you're being pushed away from it. From from your perspective, you're pushing the rock away. Right. Now I hear you. I'm, I'm thinking back of the moon and the way the phrasing the question was, right? And it was the way I justified my answer, I think, was I probably went to, down the justification route of if one wasn't acting upon the other, which one would have the greater? Well, I mean, right? I think it, it's so. it's much it's very intuitively obvious to say that the moon is, is not acting as much on the Earth because because it obviously isn't. the mm-hmm. the, the moon is traveling around the Earth, so well, it seems as if the moon makes the tides go up and down. Right. The Earth made the moon tidally locked to it. Right. So, so, so it seems as if there, there's a disproportion, and, and there is this, uh, a disproportion, but the disproportion is not in the force. Yeah. It's in the inertia of the two objects. Right, right. So that's one of those, you know, things that it's it's hard to to get across the subtlety of it. But, but when you think about it, no one had a concept of force before Newton came around. That mm-hmm. that's sort right. of the miraculous thing is that right. Newton basically came up with this whole idea of force out of just analyzing it. I mean, people had had studied motion and things like that, mm-hmm. but th- there was this concept of intrinsic motion. Things had intrinsic motion, so okay. it was Newton that came around and said, "No, everything intrinsically just wants to stay where it is," and then other things apply motion based on this thing that, that he magically called a force, and it turned out to be pretty accurate. <laughs> pretty damn accurate. So I got one more thing I want to talk about, and I know you're not going to like it. Okay. I did a survey the other day, and there are 41 actively producing beer podcasts on iTunes. Yeah, I, I not, it's not that I don't like it, it's just I don't, I don't care. I just... I'm not saying that I'm like, lost sleep about it. I'm just surprised... A lot of them are local. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot. There's a few of them that are local. I wouldn't say a lot of them. Um, there, I'm just surprised at the number. I'm surprised that you know, in the past month, there's 41 podcasts that have put out a beer show. It doesn't strike me as particularly odd. I mean, especially now. I mean, it would have struck me as odd 10 years ago. But now when everyone is doing a, mm-hmm. everyone and their mother is doing a podcast, it seems yeah, like yeah. there's going to be a, a glut of podcasts. That That's why we have an advantage because we've been around for we so long. We have a huge advantage. Could you imagine trying to start today and being so far down in the rankings? No wonder they're all begging for iTunes reviews. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, just because of our, our history, we're number one, right? And our extras is like number five. 
<laughs> and we'll see if the saver one makes it up into the top yeah. ten all by itself or not. But uh, it'll probably happen more around the saver time. But yeah, well, it depends on if people subscribe to that or because I mean it'll still be posted in the main feed right, right at yeah. saver time. So we'll see if it gets subscription. I added it mostly for convenience, right? If someone wants to go and have a nice list to pick the Saber shows. I figured it was worth putting a Saber feed in iTunes now. I think we'll say this for the post show, but I want to talk about podcast apps. I think you said that you've tried a couple, or at least you've insinuated that you've tried a couple. I'm using one. Um, yeah, we could talk about it. We talked about it last week a little bit, right? We talked but, about how, how iTunes yeah. sucks. We didn't talk yeah. about whether any of these other podcast apps are any good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell you how, what I think about Pocket Casts. That's the one I've been using since I got the new phone. So... Yeah, let's drink some beer. Drink some beer!